Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How are we doing? All right. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, welcome to Parsnips, everyone. Should we call this Christmas um, occasion? Uh, it's a Christmas special, I think. You're uh, going to call it that? Well, I don't know. We'll see if we can call it how that. Christmas we'll see how much again. Christmas stuff there is in it, because uh, it might not be all that Christmassy. Now, but then I suppose that would be special, because everything else is Christmassy. So to do something now that's not Christmassy would, by its nature, be special. I agree. What's happened to your eye? It's a mess. It looks septic. It's, it's a sty. Do you remember them? Do you remember styes? Oh, yeah. I've not had one since about 1985. You must be run but, down. Isn't that what, you, that's what they say? Is that what it is? I've got a sty in my eye. I ain't had one since 85. The, um, have you been poking your eye into um, um, business you shouldn't have been? I.e. your dog's business. Because it looks... It does look infected and pussy. I don't you know. know. I did a I did a trip to the tip the other day, and then I went to some charity shops, and then maybe I scratched my eye afterwards. I don't know. Can you catch styes from charity shops? I think that um, I that's think a bit a... of a slur, isn't it? It's <laughs> <laughs> charity shops. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that ever happening. So this is a Christmas, or maybe not Christmas. Yeah, you're wearing a Unident T-shirt, which I like on you, Andy. Very vibrant. Thank you very much. Well, look, look, I've got an intro, one of the old-fashioned intros, yeah? Right, yeah. So, let's give that a go. Hello, boys and girls. I hope you're in good spirits and aware that fear is a very powerful emotion. Imagine, if you can, that you are walking the streets of Sunderland in the early hours of the morning, searching for a stranger to share your thoughts with. Halfway along a dark alley... Behind a row of shops, a shadowy figure appears from behind a dumpster. You can't make out his features, but something about him suggests his intent is benign. All right, mate, you ask? Yeah, I'm fine. Here's the thing, I know exactly what it is you're looking for. He hands you a set of headphones that you put on your ears. A broad smile appears in your face. This is indeed what you've been searching for for your whole life. Country fucking music. I've been listening to that country fucking music. Gives me everything I bastard need. I've been drinking it like chocolate effing milkshake. And adding it to my children's morning feed. I bought a bow tie with the two long velvet fingers. I've attached some spurs to my washing machine Now I'm dancing in circles round my bedroom Living out the country music fucking dream I'm not honky 
I'm the brightest spark. I'm Andy Dawson. I'm pissing on shadows. Shadows, shadows. In the fucking dark. I've got grits and tootsie rolls in my freezer. I've got bales of hay and horseshoes in my hall. I wear a waistcoat and a moonstone fucking Stetson. Yeah, I'm having myself a country and western ball. I'm not honky, I'm not bright as a spark. I'm anti son, I'm pissing on shadows. Shadows, shadows. In the fucking dark. Y'all, there you go. Wow, can I just do a yee Yeah, That was incredible. Combination intro, Andy. An incredible feat of technical achievement, segueing from uh, one song into another. Uh, what are you putting in your mouth now? What you got? Oh, you've spotted me. You having a picnic? It's a li- little bit of Christmas cake. Christmassy cake. It's not like the actual Christ- Christmas cake. It's one that's shaped like the Alps and it's got icing sugar on it. Oh, so it's not fruit cake. No, it's a, it's an introduction to the idea of Christmas cake, you know. That, it's that, a gateway cake. Gateway cake. A gateway cake. How hey, nice. hold on, Andy. Yeah. Was there a supermarket? There used to be a supermarket called Gateway. Safeway. Wasn't oh, I think there might Safeway. have been a gateway, you know. Hey, that rings a bell, actually. Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to Google that now. It's interesting, How isn't it? How could there be a Safeway and a gateway? Gateway, gateway supermarket. Is- yep, you're right. And it went on to become Summerfield. Oh, that's interesting. Because they probably realised that uh, Gateway was a shit name for a supermarket. Yeah. Safeway was the better usage of way, wasn't it? You know, it hints, it hints at a nice atmosphere, friendly staff and all that, you know? Yeah, you come in here for a safe way. Safe yeah. way to live. Yeah. Hey, Andy, if you were um, out in town and you needed a piss, where would you head to? What would you, would you go, like McDonald's, Starbucks, the department store, a back alley? What would you do? Uh, I'd go in a big pub. Ah, right. in a big pub probably um, not a one way you just wander in you know a small pub where you wander in and they'd know you were going just to use the toilet because mm. then you'd feel obliged to uh, to buy a, at least a half yeah no a big pub like a Weatherspoons good idea have you tried the uh, Weatherspoons Christmas dinner because uh, I know I recommended it to you no I haven't um, I, I've, I don't use Weatherspoons uh, ever since that, that the, the hairy lion man started putting Propaganda on the tables. Oh, hey, okay. I can't be doing with that. I didn't no, know about that. Do you, so you, you've had the, the what? There's a Christmas dinner in there, is it? Andy, I don't go into Weatherspoons. Um, I've never been in one, but um, I don't say that with any pride. I'm just saying it's not my cup of tea. But so we've had I'm a pop obsessed. at charity shops and Weatherspoons already in the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Look watched, at us. Me and my family, we watch like. This, like, seam of people on YouTube, you know, I think I've told you before, they're, like, in their yeah. 50s, divorced. And a lot of them review food at places, you know, like Weatherspoons yeah. and that. And I saw a couple yeah. of them had done the Weatherspoons Christmas dinner, and they were very, very impressed. So, right there you was go. It, what was the choice of meats? Um, I don't think... There wasn't a choice. It was turkey. Was it just or I turkey? think it was a veggie one, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, did you watch the World Cup? Yeah, and I did. I watched. I missed twenty minutes. Actually, I did. You know, I missed more than twenty minutes because I didn't bother with the third, fourth playoff because I was watching the Borough Burnley match. So yeah. um, the only thing I missed, which was a shame, I missed the last thirty minutes of the Japan Germany match, which was a bad one to have missed. But I saw oh, every wow. other match. Did you have some kind of prior engagement then? 
Yeah, doctors. Ah, doctors. Okay. And how, how's your health? What's the most pathetic way? You can say doct- doctors. Doctor. Oh, doctor. Oh, doctor. I've got a stay in my eye. Yeah, oh, it's you... really hurting, doctor. Yeah. Do you think they serve you better if you're a bit if you're a bit pissy? If you go and say, oh, doctor, my knee is really sore, doctor. Or do you think they just think no, you're a wanker? I, I think doctors will think you're a wanker if you go like that because it's just too obvious. I think you've right. got to go in there and you've got to just lay it on the table. Not literally, but just tell them what it is that, that ails you. Yeah. And just be really businesslike about it. So you think I get a more chance of getting a good, decent, Painkiller. If I just go, hello, doctor. Yeah. I've got a yeah. pain in my knee. Is there anything you can do for me? Really bad. Yeah, but really bad in the mornings. Um, affecting us on stairs. Uh, what you got? That sort of thing. I think if you go and give it all the. Uh, I mean, a, I'm coping. You know, just about coping. But you know, I just thought, yeah. wondered if there's anything that could help. Yeah, but you know, you're right to mention stairs. That shits them up, doesn't it? Say, I'm just worried I could fall on the stairs. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be your fault, doctor. <laughs> Are you a doctor <laughs> anyway? I'm not even sure. All you ever give me is <laughs> fucking anodin. The um, what you're hoping for for a present? Just name one present you're hoping for, Andy. Uh, the thing is with me, I always have to give people like lists of what I want, otherwise I end up with stuff that I don't want. Yeah. I know that's boring, but at my age, you know what I mean? I can't be doing with getting stuff that's no use to me. So what's one so, present you're hoping you get? It's a simple question. One of the ones I'm getting is uh, the Blu-ray of that David Boyd documentary that was out a while ago, Moon Age Daydream. All right. Uh, well, so um, there you go. I won't be watching that, but uh, enjoy it. I hope it's got I'm, some extras. Wasn't gonna, I wasn't, it hasn't, you know what I mean? It hasn't got any extras at Lucky all. Now. It's got nout. So I wasn't going to invite you around to watch it anyway. What are you getting anyway? Well, well, I'm hoping, you know, I ask everyone of my children, it sounds like I've got loads, doesn't it? But I ask everyone just to buy me sweets, by which I mean jelly babies or liqueur chocolates. Right. But they never do because they think, you know, like I, I can't just get them that. I'm mm. hoping to get some underpants. I knew a ni- I love a nice fresh pack of underpants for January, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got myself some new slippers the other day because I saw them on Hot UK deals. Yeah. And they were only £7.49. Uh, but they had lots of good reviews and they're like fur lined and they've yeah. got a nice hard sole, really good. You're a very, really very lucky man. Can they, I tell they, you they about that? They actually came 10 minutes before the start of the World Cup final and oh. I had them on for the World Cup final. I think that enhanced the match. Of course it did. Than, Do you know, I've, so, I've an yeah. inkling it might have caused the match to be so good. Perhaps they would. It changed everything. Uh, can I yeah. tell you about my new slippers? Because they are yeah. vaguely interesting I'll, and I just need to get one off to show you, Andy. I wear them now, that's it. good. Do you see? Look at that. Well, now, what's, that's inter- like... what's interesting, Andy, the bottom inch of it, half inch maybe, is that those, that cloth, you know, that picks up dust. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That those, So you walk around on it, and as you do it, you're yeah. picking up all the dust from the floorboards. Your, your, your floor, as you do it. What do you think is of that, that, you that's, bastard? That, that, that duster that's got little little bits of like plastic in. I don't know what it is. It's something. It, it attracts dirt. Yeah, you know. And what's the top half of them? It looks like a mop. <laughs> that the mop bit is the mop is look. that stuff. That's that stuff uh, that picks up that's dust. That's the stuff. Oh, yeah. so you're walking around on like mop head. Yeah. Material. Yeah. I'm struggling with words today. I'm sorry. Well, don't worry about that, Andy. Must um, be the sty in my eye. 
I'm hoping, of course, that I get a new ray gun, but there's no chance of that, is there? No. I know that you bought a Ninja Air Fryer, double draw. How's it going? You noticed that, did you? I didn't want to message you directly and rub it in because I think you're on a single draw. You couldn't wait for the Ninja to come back into stock. Yeah. But what Um, what do you think? I've I've done all sorts in it. I've done tempura prawns. I've done pigs in blankets. I've done scampi. I've done chips. Uh, sausages it, it's a beaut it's an mm. absolute beaut well done lad delighted with it the best thing I've got in my kitchen is me hot tap but it sounds oh, to me like one of them ones yeah yeah it seems to me like your ninja's transformed your life Andy good lad do you not have to get a, do you have to get a, a cartridge or something to power them things you have to like an outlet, I've got something there? under me sink it looks like a vacuum fl- looks like a flask under me sink yeah you know. does that need to be updated now and again or is there a subscription service of some kind to it? <laughs> no subscription. I haven't no? had it touched in eight years or something. Um, oh, right, okay. I think they're excellent. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you people live without them, but I know that they do. Right. So I know that they right, so you've, just, of, you've basically just come on here. You're just going to see you've got a ninja. Good luck with that, but it's not as good as my hot tap. That's all right, I'll saying, come clean. It? No, I'll come clean, Andy. I've got a cassori, one draw, but big draw. You can do a whole roast chicken in it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm beginning to think that that might be better than the two draw because sometimes you know, I, could you fit two slices of bread in one of your drawers? You know what I mean? It's a, have you not got a capacity problem? Well, I don't know. I was going to put small chicken in it later this week and see how it goes. I see think you get goes. small chicken in there, definitely. Well, if you can, so, I'll be very impressed because you you are well, overflowing with put, capacity. I could put a slice of bread in each drawer. Yeah, but you want it. You're wanting to heat your dippers in the other drawer, aren't you? Put them, put them on top of the bread. Oh, Andrew. Talking of ray guns, yeah? <laughs> I took mine up to okay. Infinity Rocket Plastics um, for its annual service in MOT the other day. Yeah, it's that time of the year. It is, up, yeah. Up near, um, they're up near Alexander Palace. Oh. Now, they do a one-hour turnaround fixed for 80 quid. Um, to mm. service MOT your ray gun and it's pretty good Andrew given that they have to replace the plasma you know and realign the magnets mm. the electromagnets and I mean you of all people and you know how dangerous plasma draining can be don't you oh yeah I mean yeah. round here they just they just pour it in the river terrible anyway here's what happened right so there was a bloke on the front counter and he had a name tag he was called Fingers of Richmond that on an <laughs> It's called what? Fingers of Richmond. That's an unusual okay. name, isn't it, Andy? It sounds like a name of a racehorse. Yeah, well, Fingers of Richmond. There's conversation about this. I says, hi uh, there. Yeah, I'd like um, a one-hour service on me ray gun, please. Oh, my fingers of Richmond. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hell. Okay. Oh, oh, what model is it, please? If you don't mind me asking you, what model is it, please? No, no, no. Where is it? Uh, Nebula X150S. Oh, sorry to say, sir, that we no longer stock the plasma for that model on account of its volatility. Really? I've not heard of any volatility problems with the the Nebula range. Yes, it turns out that when the dust has settled, you know, come the crunch, the Nebula X150 is a little better than a trumpet of shit when it comes to volatility. Well, I mean, I've, I've had it over four years now. I've never had a problem. Well, that's what that woman said about her chimp that clawed her face off, isn't it? I mean, you just can't bury your head in the sand, mate. Why not upgrade? 
You could get a Sputnik T40. I've got one here still in its box. It's yours for 500 quid. Normally retails at £1,000 if you're interested. Well, obviously uh, I'm interested because, you know, the Sputnik uses the um, stem stem cell plasma, is it, that everyone in the ray gun world's talking about. So, But just as I was about to take the box <laughs> off of him, the door to the back office is opened and fingers of Richmond jumped over the counter and scarpered out of the shop. Moose, the boss of Infinity Rocket Plastics, was who came through the door. Hi, Moose, how are you? Oh, Moose sounds a lot like fingers of uh, Richmond, doesn't he? Uh, Go a bit deeper, uh, I suppose. All the better for regarding us upon your good self, Monsieur Mortimer. Hey, I say, Moose, just before you came through, one of your colleagues, fingers of Richmond, was was offering me a Sputnik ray gun for half price, but he scarpered when he arrived. Do you know, I'm quite interested in that offer, actually. Oh, good job I arriveth in time. That fingers of Richmond is a local scallywag trying to flog knocketh off space guns whenever he seeth the counter is unattendeth. I should locketh the door, really, but that would be out to likeneth my workplace to a prison. Yeah, good, fair enough. So I left me ray gun with Moose, popped over to Slaughter's restaurant to fill the time till it was ready. When I got there, I saw Adrian Lewis sat at a table with none other than fingers of Richmond. So I sat at the table in the booth behind them so I could listen in. Oh, fuck, fuck, so this is a genuine Sputnik, is it? Keep your voice down, big boy. Yes, of course it is. What are you wanted for, anyway? You got a nemesis to deal with? Oh, yeah, for fuck, yeah. It's, um... But just at that moment, the waiter appeared at the table. A thousand fucks of welcome to you. Today, our chef Ron Craggs has a special menu named Call the Other One. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. This is going to get me popping just hearing it. Go on, tell us what's on offer. For starters, we have the lungs of a baby otter reinflated with captured thoughts of a basket of adders and served with a side dish of grilled cod tongues. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I've just passed a long section of watery wind. That dish is just what the doctor fucking ordered. Oh, do you not have any soup? The dish can be liquidised and served in a hollow chimp foot, if you require. No, I just made a regular soup, you know, like tomato or chicken. Uh, I'm afraid not. So very fucking sorry. Oh, I'll pass then. What's for mains? For main course, we have the Craig Celebration Sandwich, which consists of three layers of marinated seal tails interlayered with mashed eagle heads. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. What are the seal tails marinated in? A very big, dirty tin. Oh, I thought eagles were protected. Nothing is safe from Ron Clagg's cleaver. Oh, fuck, you've made me very happy. I'm presently releasing gases that have only previously been emitted by a grieving monkey. <laughs> Could I just have egg and chips or something like that? Not today, sir. Oh, let me have a word with the chef, please. I wouldn't recommend that, sir. He has a tendency to fuck people up. I want to see him. We're Corbin there. <laughs> I want to see him. 
Oh, very well, sir. Oh, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. A couple of minutes later, the waiter returns to the table with Ron Craggs by his side. Ron is bleeding badly from his right eye and appears to have hammered a nail into the side of his head. Ron speaks. Oh, always this little cunt. After the second treatment in African restaurant, cut the other one day, and you don't like it, you can fuck off to Western Australia and grow a crack in your ass crack. Surely you could knock me up a plate of chips and fry an egg? Well, Ron lunges forward, raises his cleaver in the air. He's about to bring it down on Finger's head when Finger pulls out the Sputnik ray gun and gives Ron a direct hit on his arm, making it turn to a, a kind of glowing jelly. Ron falls to the floor in agony as fingers scarp us out of the restaurant. That was a very effective fucking ray gun. <laughs> Must be a Sputnik. Oh, fuck, fuck, yes it was. I was going to buy it to disable a couple of my rivals at the World Championships, specifically Peter fucking Wright and Big Baby Gerwin. I've got a Nebula X-150 you could borrow, but I'm having a nightmare getting the plasma replaced. And when he said that, that made me upset. Well, for fuck, no, it's okay. Oh, no, it's okay. I've heard the plasma in that model suffers a lot of volatility. I'll just rely on my ox tongue pies to fire me up. So it's cool yourself together, still on. Ron, are you still going to be able to fucking coke? <laughs> At this point, Ron gets up and chops off his jelly arm with his cleaver. <laughs> Level off. Everything has been pre-crushed. I can finish it with one hand. Very fucking effective ray gun, that was. I was taken down with then. Must be a Sputnik. I'll get back in the kitchen. Clear up that arm jelly, will you, son? <laughs> with pleasure, Ron. Oh, well, hey, hey, do you mind if I have the arm jelly as a pre-starter? Not a problem, sir. Oh, for, 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 for fucking lovely. And at that point, I um, I, uh, I left the restaurant. <laughs> nice little story, though. Um, nice story. Uh, arm jelly feels quite Christmassy, I yeah. think. And, uh, uh, boy, I'd like to get hold of one of them Sputniks. Oh, well, maybe, maybe on Christmas Day, maybe you'll be lucky. Who knows? Um, I've got a couple of names for you, if that's any good. Go on, then. I mean, obviously, you can be uh, Honky Tonk. Of course, thank you. Or you could be Desiccated David. Right. Or you could be Dykel Jingsbury. What was the first one of that? Dykel? Dykel Jingsbury. That feels a bit festive. It feels a bit festive, but I don't want it. What was that second one? uh, Desiccated David. Yeah, he sounds a bit flaky, to be honest. Can I just be Christmas Honky Tonk? Christmas Honky Tonk. All right, fair enough. You can be that, yeah. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Sean Dyche. You know, he isn't in employment at the moment, is he, Andy? Um, no, still still holding out for a, uh, the right job, I imagine. I'm sure he's inundated with offers, though. You would think. So thanks again to Infinity Rocket Plastics, God bless him. Yeah. I managed to get a wab of Sean Dyche's Christmas message to his family and closest friends, so <laughs> I'll play that, play that for you, shall I? Christmas is here, and I'm at home all alone, waiting for some good news by my telephone. I've ironed me shirts and I've rotted me drains. I've eaten so many pies, there's pastry in me veins. But I'm not down, and I know I'll be back. There must be a team that prefers defence to attack. But Christmas isn't just about me, it's about my advice for society. A Merry Christmas for all you fools, it's guaranteed if you follow these rules. Remember, pies, puddings, shit, concrete, topsoil, and rogue SAS for your Christmas TV. If you're feeling lonely, like I am, get down to the co-op and buy some spam. If your pipes are frozen and your chest's full of phlegm, go buy a sausage flat from B&M. If you've lost your job and your Wi-Fi's faulty, get yourself a tin of steak from Lidl or Aldi. If your bedroom's as cold as the coast of Alaska, treat yourself to some corned beef from Tesco or Asda. If your underpants have a whiff of piss, just put on a second pair to soften it. If, like me, your phone has stopped ringing, just imagine what Santa will be ringing. It could be... Pies. Puddings. Shit. Concrete. Topsoil. Or a DVD of SAS Rogue Heroes. <laughs> This message was sponsored by Kenton and Wright Building Supplies of Burnley, where all adhesives and grouting tools are half-priced this festive season. Use Kenton and Wright, all the others are shite. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So he's keeping his spirits up anyway, yeah. obviously. Yeah, he'll be back, surely. Where do you reckon he'll turn up? Well... I'm so surprised he hasn't got a job. It's a bit like um, the one from Middlesbrough, Chris Wilder. Yeah. They must have applied for some of these jobs. So I don't know if there's something... Mm. Uh, you know what? I, I think Everton will bite the bullet. They'll get you rid reckon? of Lampard and they'll bring Dyche in. 
They'll give him it till the end of the season. Because Lampard's not going to last at Everton, is he? That's not going to work out for anybody. Ludicrous. Uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Andy. He's a classic January, February uh, destroy and exit purchase, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, got it written all over him. <laughs> you got a, a branch of Dunelm near where you live? Hmm, I'm not sure. Do, do they sell, like, um, kitchen stuff and... Kitchen stuff, homewares, yeah, homewares, bedding, curtains, yeah. Uh, blinds, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like it in there. I was in there the other day, trying to get some cut price Christmas decorations. Nice. Um, and I was, having, I was having a look, and um, they didn't have any. Pretty much, they'd sold out. Their they, their their model is to kind of sell out the Christmas decorations by about the the tenth of December. Yeah. And not have to reduce them. You know, they're not pissing about. They know what they're doing. They've got a model and it works and they're sticking to it. But anyway, I'm looking around for the Christmas decorations. Nothing doing. And I, oh, I heard this voice that just went, Seen you! Oh, God, it's Corbin. <sighs> Jeremy Corbin. Yep. In Dunelm, middle of December, last thing you need. He says, Seen you there, laddie, fannying about in the soft furnishings like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. <sighs> I says, uh, Hello, hello, Jeremy. Um, what what are you doing? What are you doing in here in Dunelm? He says, uh, "I'm after some scatter cushions." All right, scatter cushions. Uh, what 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 for is that for you, for your house? Is it? He says, "No, I'm renting a bed set in North London, not to live in, just somewhere to go and hang out with my pals away from the wife and kids." I'm calling it JCHQ. It's a good name for good a, name, yeah. a hangout, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, his pal comes around the corner and joins him. Fucking King Charles, in it. Oh, right. I says, uh, "Hello, oh, your Majesty. Um, what, what, what are you up to then?" That's a good question. In, uh, in this JCHQ, he says, uh, "We're working on developing TV formats." Fucking hell. Uh, Charles says. Uh, Here's the idea we've got. We go around someone's house that's falling apart, tart it up all nice, but we do it dead fucking quick. Call it SOS DIY. I said, I, I'm pretty sure that already exists. I think so, But yeah. it's called DIY SOS. Yeah. And it's got Nick Knowles presenting it. And Charles says, Nick Knowles. Knowles. Is that one of the ones we had discussed getting killed, JC? Corbin says, no, but we can put him on the list. I says, look, you can't just go around nicking formats that are already well established Fair enough. on British television. It's not going to wash. He says, I'm the fucking king. I'll do what the fuck I like. Fair enough, really. You know, he's the king. Um, Corbin says, uh, oh, what's your best HQ, laddie? Go on, tell us. I says, well, I, I, bought, I bought a house about a year ago. Finally got somewhere with her upstairs. So I'm not in the fungal anymore. I said I've got a shed as well, a bit small, but it's all right. So I guess that's that's my best HQ. He says, "Ha, that your best? Pathetic! Ask me mine. Oh, well, actually, ask him his." Pointing at King Charles. He says, uh, "All right, all right, Your Majesty, what's uh, what's your best HQ?" He says, "Buckingham fucking Palace, isn't it? God, <laughs> beat that, you little asshole!" And Corbin says. Bosh! Shit happens! Um, and that was me done in completely. Yeah. No comeback to that. And I just scarpered. Scarpered out of decorations. 
I don't know if they got any scatter cushions or not, but I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered. I was, I was, th- I was think you're lucky that um, Corbyn didn't ask you what your best ever scatter was. You know. Well, yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. What bother. would your best scatter be? Well, so I'm thinking of um, <laughs> seeds, I suppose. Scattering seeds, seeds on bread, my porridge. Breadcrumbs for the ducks, something like that. <laughs> I, I, I bashed up some Brazil nuts the other day and scattered them. So, yeah, that was a good scatter. Brazil nut. Right. Who did you scatter them for? I've scattered it for the um, birds. But as happens, Andrew, as you probably know, mm. the, squirrels got, the squirrels got in there first. Yeah. Is that your code for rats? Because it'll have been rats, wouldn't it? No, there's no rats around here, mate. I'm in a park. You've got no rats around yours, have you not? No, you, you, there's probably a rat within six inches of you at any one time. I would not six, six inches. inches. That's stupid, isn't it? <laughs> Peter, Peter Beasley sent me a Christmas message. I don't know whether to open it. Do you want to do, what, have well, a listen? You should. Yeah? Yeah, because it might be quite soothing after that uh, quite abrasive encounter with Jeremy Corbyn. So, um, okay, yeah. well, I'll, I'll read it out for you. All right, Rob. Um, uh, Merry Christmas uh, to you and the daft lads, like, and all your listeners, you know. Um, I'm up in the spare room at the moment. I, I'm in the wife's bad books uh, for buying a pottery Santa Claus, you know, so... Uh, yeah, always busy in the lead up to Christmas, and it's not been an exception this year, like... Uh, but I, I do enjoy it, you know. I suppose I should uh, probably tell you the story behind the Pottery Santa, really. So, a cu- couple of days ago, I, w- I went to get the Christmas tree at the garden centre and uh, went with the wife, you know, to make a bit uh, of a day out of it. So, that we got to the tree bit, you know, and she says, Now listen up, Mr. So called Peter Beardsley. I want a five foot six inch tree, not a centimetre fucking less or more, and I want one of them that doesn't drop its fucking needles. Are you capable of following these instructions? Right, uh, yeah, no fair. Five foot six and no needle dropping. You'd better get it right, or else you can spend the rest of your life in the back garden getting shot on by the seagulls. Now I'm off to the cafe for some mid-morning scramblers, and I'll see you when you're done. I uh, see you over and enjoy your eggs. So I went out of the tree and uh, started to have a good old stare at the ones on offer. I saw a couple that looked about the right height, you know, but I wanted to check before uh, committing, you know, I, and I know it's important not to get the drop, 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 drop ones, you know, scatter, scatter, drop, drop. So right next to the trees, I noticed was a, a bloke in a sort of open shed selling lots of pottery wildlife figures, you know, owls and badgers and robins and squirrels and weasels and kittens and puppies and that. Uh, now, I'm just like uh, Rocky Bilboa from the Rocky movies. <laughs> I love staring at puppies, so I had a good, nice, long stare at them. And when my stare was finished... I noticed that uh, the bloke operating the pottery shed had a retractable tape measure. 
on his, his desk like so. I said, excuse me, sir, may I borrow your tape measure uh, for a moment to measure a couple of these trees here and put in here? Neil Hunt. No, you may not. Get your own tape measure or seek assistance from a member of staff. Do I look like a tool hire outfit? <coughs> Sorry. No, I don't. And that's because I'm Neil Hunt, Nonsense Potter. And if you know one thing about me, you'll know that I don't fuck about. I mean, you're a white one, aren't you? Did you get out of bed expecting gold and all you got was grout? The only thing I hope for when I awake every morning is that I won't have to deal with morons like you with bent faces and the mind of a chimp with Bell's palsy. Now, step out of my shed before I call security. So, oh, well, right, so I stepped out of the shed and I just chose the tree I guessed was five foot six, like, and then the wife popped back to tell me the calf was shut due to problems with water pressure in the kitchen. Oh, love, that's terrible, I said. I know how much you hate being affected by water pressure issues. Oh, fuck off with your full sympathy, you creepy dial. Now stand that tree up next to you so I can check its height. So I, I stood right next to the tree, like... That tree is a good two inches taller than you, so it's at least five foot fucking eight. My instructions could not have been simpler. What is the matter with you? Is your mind too warm for clear fucking thought? Why didn't you measure it? Well, I wanted to, to uh, but that puppy bloke there in the shed, he wouldn't borrow me his tape measure. Oh, is that fucking right? Well, the wife marches into the shed. Are you the little fucking prick who refused to let my painter use your tape measure? Yes, I am, and how dare you speak to me like that, you dreary cow? Oh, but God, you can imagine, Bob, the shit really hit the piss at that point. Uh, her wife went straight up to him, picked him up uh, by shoulders, like raised him above her head, and pile-drived him into the floor. Then she straddled him and stared him full on in his eyes. Get off me! Do you know who I am? Do you? I'll have you know that my niece, my niece's music teacher, has a pair of shoes <coughs> with knives that pop out of the front at the click of the heels. Very fucking <laughs> interesting. But he's very fucking interesting, but he's not here, is he? The wife then started, started pummeling his face with one of his pottery santas, you know. Why? Why is it always little old me? I volunteer once a month at the Wildfire Wildlife Rescue Centre and I once walked on custard for a daft kid's charity. Oh, shut the fuck up, you little prick, and give me that tape. If the tree is too long, you can gnaw off the excess with your bare fucking teeth. So uh, the wife measured the tree and just as I thought it was... just as I thought it was bang on five foot six... I felt a bit rotten for a pottery bloke, because to be honest, his face was a bit of a mess. To make it up, uh, I bought the sa- uh, pottery Santa off him for uh, 50 quid, because uh, he wouldn't be able to sell it, you know, with all the blood and snot in the grooves, like, you know. I was just about to reduce that Santa by 50%, so who's laughing now? I'll tell you who, Neil fucking Hunt, and I'm loving my life. 
Well, I didn't hear that part, obviously, because I'd left. But the wife did, and she called me a fucking clown for buying the Santa. But, you know, not a bad trip, really, Bob. And I'll tell you what, the uh, tree looks lovely. So that's a pottery Santa story for you. Um, I'll tell you oh, for Christmas. I'll tell you a couple of jokes from the old joke, but, you know, it'll cheer you up and that. So here we go, like... So a fella in the pub told me that his mate came off his motorbike. He's got brain damage, two broken arms, and he's blind in one eye. Blimey, I said, no no wonder he came off his fucking bike. (laughs) 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 Um... So I started a new job, you know, as a security card, like, and my boss, before he left, told me, make sure I watch the office all night. So I'm on season two already, but I don't know what it has to do with security, you know. <laughs> oh, that's that one. <laughs> I got um, a universal remote, you know, for my birthday. This changes everything. So I, I'm not very good at Bob. <laughs> It's Christmas, so you, you give me a, a bit of leeway. Anyway, I'll uh, say you, Bob, say you, Daft Dad. One Peter <laughs> Beasley. they only one Peter Beasley. <sighs> so there's Peter. Had a bit of a problem at the garden centre. Yeah, but uh, it was Christmas-themed, so that adds to the uh, percentage of Christmas content in this episode. Ah, you're and right. I think we might be edging towards it being a legitimate Christmas special. So that's so- good. Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Thanks Christmas, for um, bothering. Thank you for supporting us. See you soon, Andy. Year. Thank you, Bob. Goodbye. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.